Hey everyone, welcome to Hair to Girl Pod, a podcast where sharing what I wish I knew earlier helps us get out of our heads, take up space, and breathe just a little bit easier. I'm your host, Jennifer, and that's what all ease. And in this episode, we're talking about the people who cry. And by people, I mean me. <laughs> I am the people who cry. I was thinking about it because I was at the doctor's office this week or last week. I don't know. But I was there and I cried. No bad news. Nothing like that. <laughs> I think I've just been overwhelmed lately. A lot of things on my mind. A lot of things to work on and figure out. And this doctor, my first time meeting him, I don't know. His whole presence was just so calming and reassuring and with a hint of genuine concern. And it just felt, I don't know, like the tears needed to come out. I will say, just getting everything checked off the list these past couple of weeks, dentist, eye doctor, and then this guy, he was nice. Not even just nice, but kind compared to everyone else. Which says a lot about our healthcare system that I'm surprised by how nice my doctor was. That kind of doctor made me feel safe enough to cry. But when I started getting emotional, the doctor was saying that his kids hate that he doesn't cry. And he wished that he could cry more often. I mean, I think part of that was just to make me feel better for crying. But I actually have heard something like that a number of times before from other people. Especially after I cry. They're like, oh, I wish I could cry more. <laughs> I am a crier. Not because I'm always sad, but because emotions come out in tears instead of words. I guess that makes sense from someone who has been talking about throat chakra for a couple of months now. I cry when I'm sad, when I'm frustrated, or of course, when I hear something sad. And I don't know if I cry when I'm happy, but I think I would too. Actually, years ago, when I was at the eye doctor, um, this was the appointment that determined that I needed to wear glasses. Yep, I cried. But not because I was sad, but because I was happy. One, because I was a kid who went to the store and bought fake glasses. <laughs> if you know, you know. But also because it felt like I knew something was off and just felt relieved to hear her confirm it. I was probably supposed to be wearing glasses since I was a kid, but being the oldest in an immigrant family, they just kind of was at this note that my school sent and was like, yeah, whatever. So here I am now in my late 20s learning that how I see isn't how everyone else sees. Because you don't know what you don't know. Anyways, I remember asking her, do people cry often here? <laughs> she was a little confused and was like, yeah, when I tell them they need surgery. <laughs> Whoops. Here I am crying because yes, finally I'm getting glasses. But those tears, I can handle those tears. What's tough is when I'm crying because other people are crying. Like those tears I can't deal with because I feel the other person's pain and it hurts to know I can feel something that is not mine so intensely. It's also why I cry at movies. Even at my big age, I know movies or shows or whatever are scripted. The actor or the actress was probably dying laughing after shooting that scene. Why am I so emotionally invested in the emotions of the character, the made-up person? I don't know. 
the feeling of loss is so intense for me that a fake story still holds so much weight. I remember in college, my friends and I went to the movies and I cried so bad. I just wanted them to drop me off after. I did not want to hang out anymore. No, not that I didn't want to. I couldn't hang out anymore. If I remember correctly, they laughed the entire time. Friends. <laughs> but that's the thing, too. If you're the person who's not a crier and you're connected to somebody who is a crier, knowing when my tears mean comfort me versus when my tears mean I don't need anything from you other than understanding. I cry sometimes when I talk. Don't get mad at me, right? But I don't know. I think it's part of being an empathetic person, the crying part. Being able to feel others, like literally feel what they're feeling. It's a gift and a curse. I was talking to someone recently about this. Not crying in particular, but just being able to feel or express emotions more easily than others. She wondered, or rather confessed, she wished she was like other people. The heart of stone kind of people. Or maybe that's too harsh of a description. Maybe she meant it more like the people who don't feel like we do. They don't feel everything like we do. Or at least they don't share it around others. They are straight-faced. They are logical. Emotionally unmoved by the scenario at hand. She wanted to be more like them. Because maybe it would make life easier. I get that. It feels like such a crumbling way to live, to feel so heavy all the time. That something, or a lot of things outside of us, has so much power to bring out such emotions from us. I remember once I sat in a meeting, not sad, but so frustrated with the direction of the conversation. And when I was asked a question, the frustration came out in my tears. Do you know how annoying it is to say you're not sad, but people associate tears with sadness, even weakness? And I think that's what she meant, my friend, not wanting to feel or express emotions, not wanting to feel weak, to be seen as weak. I thought about it and I can agree or at least understand it, but maybe not fully agree. I too wish I didn't cry when I didn't want to cry. But I've actually come to appreciate that it's part of who I am. I like that I cry or feel emotions, that I express them too. I told this person I was talking to, imagine if everyone was like those who didn't cry or show emotions. I don't know if I would want to live in that space. Actually, I have already. Culturally, my people don't show emotions. <laughs> Because I think emotions is definitely a sign of weakness from where we come from. And I've definitely been yelled at for crying. Not because I wasn't supposed to be crying at whatever was happening, but I think more so because the person yelling couldn't themselves tap into their own emotions at the moment. Right? I say this about adults interacting with children a lot. Often we, meaning adults, react to children's emotions in a negative way not because what the child is doing is wrong, but because their emotion dysregulates us, the adult. We had a bad day, a bad week, a bad year. So now when a child has a moment and has an age-appropriate reaction or even a human-appropriate reaction to it, we explode. Okay, let me not go into the kid stuff. You know me. I could be there all day. But yeah, 
I appreciate more so since I've gotten older that my tears, the ease in which my tears come is the same ease that allows me to laugh or giggle more than other people as well, right? Because I swear the people who don't cry or at least don't express emotions easily, they are usually just as uptight or tense in other situations as well. Like chill, you don't have to be so serious all the time. If expressing my emotions means I can express all of them more fully, then I'll take it. I rather cry more often than others if it means I laugh more often than them too. But also I'm realizing as I appreciate more my tears and overall self-expressions, I see how it's a benefit to others, a blessing even. I think just being able to express my emotions, whether I want to or not, I think it has often created safe spaces for other people to do the same to express or at least recognize their own emotional needs. I cannot thrive in spaces where people come off as robots to me. I wither away each day. <laughs> I've seen it, I've experienced it, it's the worst. But I respect the people who can move forward without the need for emotion sharing or showing. I mean, because let's be honest, we also can't have everyone be criers, right? That just doesn't sound right either. So I respect them, the people who don't cry, the people who don't show emotion. I respect their ability to bring a level-headedness to the moment or moments or life in general. I need those people in my life. I'll probably end up with someone like that, I bet. Opposites in a way that we both need. Because again, if me being me creates space for other people not like me to feel... I do, and I will continue to take that responsibility very seriously. How about you? Do you express emotions easily? If you do, does it bother you? Can you see how it's not helpful? Can you see how it is helpful? And if you don't show emotions easily, does that bother you? Can you see how it's not helpful? And can you see how it is helpful? Neither is wrong. They're both just different. And like other things, we need both kinds of people. We need each other. So yeah, that's what I wish I knew earlier. My tears can be more for others than myself. And that means a lot. And hopefully, now you know it sooner. Well, that's it for our episode today. Thanks so much for listening in. Be sure to follow and if you haven't already, Find me on Instagram or SpeakPipe at Hetty Girl Pod to say hi, send in a question, or share something you wish you knew earlier. Until next time, I hope you find many moments to breathe deep and take up space. Bye.